Hey mama, is the number one dream in your heart to have more time to be present with your kids? Do you wish you could be present enough to help create and instill godly character? Yet you are so busy with work, drowning in the to-dos, the laundry, and the carpool lines. Hi, I'm Michelle, a mom to three energetic kids, wife to an amazing guy, and daughter of the king. For years, I tried to manage my home while struggling to still have time to pour into my kids. The guilt was overwhelming and the to-do list just kept growing. And I was completely overwhelmed and stressed until I realized that I could create systems in my life and my motherhood that would change everything. In this podcast, you will learn time management, batching, habit stacking, setting boundaries, home organization, outsourcing, and you better believe we are going to be dishing out some chores so we can create hours of intentional time to pour into our kids since that is our number one priority as vibrant moms. Grab that lukewarm coffee. Let's stop time. Hey friends, I am excited to talk to you today about summer adventures and things to keep your kids busy. (laughs) Did you realize it's almost summer? Oh my gosh, I can't believe it's already May. Are you excited about the warmer weather, maybe lots of sunshine, kids out of school, not having to run around all the places, right? All the things. Or maybe you're excited about some trips you're taking, all the fun. Or you're thinking, Yeah, that all sounds really fun, but what am I going to do with my kids while I'm trying to get work done? Oh my goodness. Summer is just a different animal. I feel like it takes me several months to get in the rhythm of summer. We just kind of are still in the school rhythm and our kids are kind of wonkety and they don't really know what to do. And then we switch to in the summer and we finally find our rhythm. And then once we find our rhythm after a couple months, we have to switch back to school and then find a new rhythm from school. I just feel like it takes us a couple months to settle in. Now, I love having my kids at home, but I do find that without a rhythm, they tend to bicker and complain and ask for screen time and poke fights at each other. And then they complain that they're hungry and they want a hundred snacks. And sometimes I just want to rip my hair out or go to a coffee shop instead of trying to manage everything (laughs) or maybe just throw them outside. Sometimes all three happen. I have to be honest. Sometimes all three happen. So what do you do? For us, I love to plan trips and being home and all the things. So for me, I have found that having a plan, having a rhythm to our summer is key and it helps us to enjoy the adventures more. And then we're able to look forward to them. So for example, for this summer, I kind of planned, okay, we're going to take a trip and then we'll be home for a bit and then we'll take a trip and then we'll be home for a bit and then we'll take a trip and then we'll be home for a bit. And we kind of have that rolling rhythm of there's something that we're doing at home. We're here for a week. We can play outside. We can do some fun things that they were thinking about doing over the summer. And then we'll be gone for a week and then we'll come back. 
So for us, that works really well. And being gone might be traveling to see family since we have family that lives far away, or it might be that one kid is at camp, or it might be that all three kids are camp, or something's happening kind of every other week. And for us, that's a good rhythm, but for other people that might not work as well. So before we get into just some ideas of what to do this summer, how to establish a rhythm, and just some adventure ideas, we want to work on establishing that rhythm and thinking about what does your family need? What do your kiddos need? What do you need over the summer? There's three main things that our kiddos kind of fall into or that are problems over the summer. So these three things I'm choosing to focus on. Now, these might not be the same three things for you. Maybe there's three different things that if you fixed those three things, it would kind of help your rhythm. So think about as I'm talking, what kind of things you would do with your family. For us, the first one is meals. Our kids love to eat. They love to eat all day. It feels like they just love to snack. They'll just eat some snacks and then more snacks and then more snacks. And snacks often just include carbs. So they don't love eating just an apple. If they're hungry, they'll want carbs, right? That are in like the snack bucket in the pantry. That's what they want. But I found that it just spirals because all they want to do is snack all day long. They leave out their plates and they leave out cereal bowls because they just want to eat cereal all day every so often. So it's really helpful for me to close up the breakfast buffet, shall we say, of cereals. And after everybody eats to just kind of be like, okay, are we done? We're going to put all this away. And it is super helpful. Do your kids do that? Do you have like 15 different cereal boxes that are out? I don't know. It just drives me insane. I'm like, can we just all eat one cereal? But no, they all have to have like a different cereal. I've tried. I've tried for years to try to find one cereal that all three children will like. They don't all like that. So then one person pulls out something else. And then you have, before you notice it, like 15 cereal boxes that are open. Yeah, no, crazy, crazy. Or they don't like the dust that's in the very bottom of the cereal bag. You know what I mean? So they'll eat all the way down to a certain level, kind of like small rodents or chipmunks, but they'll eat to a certain level within the cereal box. And then they won't um, eat the very bottom portion because it might have dust. Do your kids do this? Is this crazy? Anyways, message me. Tell me. I would love to hear because I'd love to know that my kids are not this, the only children that are crazy about cereal or have 15 boxes of cereal. That's just a side note, just from me to you. So here we go. That is all about breakfast. And then I found dinner is set for itself. Like we, we all eat dinner at the same time. It's usually that they're not, you know, fussy about Sometimes they're picky about what to eat, but it usually is at a set time. Like, okay, we're not going to eat after this time because we're going to have dinner. And that usually is a pretty routine system, whether it be the school year or whether it be the summer. So summer, perhaps it's a little bit later because we have a little bit of extra time in the evening. They don't have to go to bed quite as early, but it's pretty consistent dinner time. Like, okay, we're going to take out the food we're eating now and we make dinner all that. So dinner isn't such a big deal as far as meals and breakfast, as long as we like 
end the breakfast buffet and it's not going for four hours of the morning, <laughs> then it kind of works out well. Lunch, I found the best thing for me is to pack their lunch just as if they were at school. So I pack it the night before when we make dinner and I put it in the fridge. And this I have found is a game changer. I love it. I love it so much because then our kids get a healthy meal. They get fruits and vegetables that are all parceled out and they know to eat that before they eat any other kind of snacks. They need to finish what's in their lunch just as if they were at school. So they know this routine and then they're eating healthy foods. I don't have to stop my work block what I'm doing in the middle of the day and then make something healthy for them because that never happens. Let's just be honest. You're in the middle of something and you're like, I don't know what you want to eat. Just make a sandwich. Just eat an apple. Just find something. And so they end up finding stuff and it's not healthy. So I found that having that the night before, having it all ready to go, they can pull it out of the fridge. They can go outside and go take their lunch and eat it outside. They can go in the front yard. They can go in the backyard. If we decide that we're going to go out somewhere for lunch, maybe we're going to take a hike or maybe we're going somewhere like Great America or somewhere where we could take our lunch with us, just grab the lunch boxes and they're good to go. Maybe you go to a park. I have found that it saves my life during the summer to make lunches ahead of time the night before and have them ready to go in their lunch box in the fridge. And then when they need lunch, because the other thing is kids are all hungry at different times, right? Our youngest wakes up at 6 a.m. and is bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and happy to see anybody that might be awake or close to being awake. And then our teenage daughter sleeps till noon. So they're all hungry at different times and they want lunch at different times. But I don't want to take out all the food to make lunch and then put it back and then have to take it all out again an hour later and make somebody else lunch, right? It's not productive during your day. It doesn't help you get in a good work block. So that is saving my life is having lunch boxes already made in the fridge and then kids can just grab them when they're hungry and I don't have to think about what are they eating it's just all ready to go it's so much more peaceful and then when I get hungry I'll make something but it doesn't have to coincide and then when your kids are bugging you because they're hungry for lunch you say great it's in the fridge just take it go outside get some sunshine it's perfect. So another thing that is really helpful in our rhythms is to make sure our kids go play outside, that they do something fun outside. At least one hour of playing outside before they just sit around inside and complain that they would like to watch video games or play video games. Number three is having something educational. I think that rhythm really helps because... Our kids forget a lot of the things, like most kids, over the summer because they don't have school. I heard like some kind of crazy statistic of how much stuff your kid forgets over the summer. So make sure that your kids are being challenged academically. Now, this might be a fun math book that they got, or maybe it's a workbook, or maybe you looked up online and found fun games or printouts. I mean, there's so much, right? So many educational things. So all those can be fun. I know we love doing summer reading programs at the library. Maybe they want to write or have a journal over their summer. So 
all those things are really helpful. So if you're traveling places, maybe you have them write about their summer or different places that they're going in a special journal. Maybe you have them be part of, as I said, the summer reading program at the library. I know our kids love that. They love it because they're all very avid readers. And then they also love competition. (laughs) So the fact that competition plus a prize at the end, plus reading all for our kids is a huge big bonus but maybe you don't have kids that love to read all the time so if they don't you can always sign up for those kind of reading programs and then say okay if you read five books this summer let's go get ice cream as a family or if you read whatever the appropriate amount that you think is a challenge for your kid but that they would really enjoy it maybe they would stretch themselves a little to read that many books and when they're really little you can have them read you know, like picture books and stuff like that. And maybe you read together and make it really fun. So you could also break it down per month if the end of the summer is too big of a goal and it seems too long. Maybe you say, okay, we're going to read one book every week, or we're going to read three books for this month. And at the end of that, we'll go get ice cream. So that's always a fun challenge. Another thing for education, there's all kinds of boxes that you can order online, right? Like KiwiCo boxes that are fun. Our boys love Crunch Labs from Mark Rober, who's on YouTube and incredible, but he used to work for NASA and now he works for himself and has so many fun toys for kids that teach them all kinds of things. So our boys love Crunch Labs. There's all kinds of other boxes that you can get online and you could just get it for a couple months you know just over the summer it's not too bad and then end your subscription or just purchase a couple and be good to go or just go hang out at the library all those things so in our natural rhythms as i mentioned number one would be setting up meal times establishing what does that mean for your family what does that mean for your kids making sure you have outside play and Number three, doing something fun educationally. Now, we've talked about a lot of things, and there are so many more fun ideas for summer and adventure and fun, challenging things. So I'll just add a couple more thoughts about some adventures just to spark some creativity. If you are thinking about like, how do I entertain my kids this summer? And okay, we got our rhythm down. We kind of have a system of what we're going to be doing. Maybe not a schedule, but a system and kind of a good flow of how things are going to work. So, okay. But then what happens? What happens after you have a plan, you're kind of creative, you play outside, you do something academic. What are some other ideas of things that your kids can do either on their own or maybe some family adventures that you can have this summer? So I just want you to just brainstorm and think as I talk through these different ideas of other things that can help your kids to have fun adventures, but also keep them busy if you need to actually get work done, right? We know we're not going to be that productive over the summer. So I think it's really important to lower our expectations, but also to have some good ideas of what your kids want to do and what you want to do, what you want the summer to look like. So 
here are just some fun ideas for your kids to do on their own. And then I have some fun ideas for things you could do as a family. So maybe some fun adventures for your kids would be, and this all depends on how old they are. They could build a fort, hang out inside of it and read. I know our kids love to eat snacks and play with glow sticks inside their fort. You could also build forts outside. Our kids are getting bigger now. And so they're trying to think of summer jobs like having a lemonade stand or watching pets or walking pets, babysitting or pulling weeds or working on things in the yard. So talk to them and find out what kind of things they want to do and then have them create a flyer or a little note card or something that you can pass out, give to your neighbors, put in their mailboxes, that kind of thing. And that can be really fun. As we mentioned before, the library, kind of a summer reading challenge is always fun. They usually have some fun prizes at the end and it just encourages kids to read. Another one might be creating a stop motion video, doing something fun, playing outside. So all those things might be some new, fun, creative things. Do your kids want to learn a hobby? Do they want to practice some different sports? What kind of adventures do your kids want to have this summer? Some family adventures that you might want to try out would be like camping in the backyard, maybe going on bike riding trips. We love to go biking to downtown Campbell, or maybe you like to go mountain biking. I have a friend who loves to go mountain biking with her family and her kids. Maybe you like miniature golf or hiking. You could go on a picnic, all kinds of things. And it doesn't even have to be that outdoorsy adventure. You could have a movie night outside. You could play a board game or do a puzzle as a family. So the main thing you just want to think about is what do you want your summer to look like? We know that it's not quite going to look the same, as I said, for your work block, as far as how much stuff you're going to be able to get done and be productive. But at the same time, like your kids are getting older. So what can they do? What do they want to do as far as what do they want their summer to look like? So we've kind of talked through a lot of information about the summer, but it's really important to number one, establish that rhythm. What do you want your summer to feel like, to look like as you're going through the day? And think about those things that we talked about, maybe meal planning, outside time, educational stuff. Use those as pillars throughout your day to kind of help steady your kids and keep them in a natural rhythm. And that might really help give them just a little bit of structure, but not feel super structured over the summer. Now, as we talked about, it's really important to talk to your kiddos and find out what do they want to do? Because the more you can involve them in planning, the better. You can talk to them about what adventures they want to do. Talk to them about what upcoming trips you're planning and what kind of fun things they want to do then. So it's really fun having them home. Just I'd say the key to making all this work would be to think about it ahead of time and to plan, to figure out your rhythm, to figure out what you want it to look like, to figure out what they want it to look like, and then to work together to find some fun adventures that you can't always do over the school year, 
but also keep it low key so that you still have time to get some other things done. So good luck, roll with it. And as we said, set up those foundations, those pillars in your family, maybe it be mealtime and education and outside time to just steady your rhythm and steady your kind of systems. If you need more help with routines, ideas for fun things, or setting up a rhythm, let's connect and do a coaching call. I would love to help you get unstuck, think of new ideas, and just brainstorm about what you need as a family to get you going. So come on over to my website, Bird Michelle, B-Y-R-D-M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E.com. And when you're over there, feel free to come grab. I have a special gift for you. It's a productivity planner and it's really fun. I created it so that it would just help you be more productive and be able to plan out your day and your week. So check it out and connect with me over there. All right, now go have a busy, vibrant day. Did this podcast bless you? Did you learn something new? Did this podcast encourage you? Please leave our mom a review. Pretty please. I hope you loved today's episode, friend. I pray it blessed you, encouraged you, or challenged you in some new way that is helping you. If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with someone else that needs community too? I also would love if you could take 30 seconds for me and leave me a review on Apple Podcast. This is the only way that I know that you are actually enjoying the show and that it is blessing you. Plus, it makes me happy to hear from you. Come on over to our free community, birdmichelle.com and grab your free gifts. I have free productivity programs and everything you need to know about working with me, taking my courses or connecting. Lastly, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss an episode. 